91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers? Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. The next interview that I'm about to drop is with Amanda Kramer. She did a fantastic film called Lady World that I don't know if I can really recommend to you guys. Um, There's a certain group of you who are really going to like it, but this is probably, of all the films I saw at the festival, the most challenging. And that's why I really liked it. It, it. It's a weird story where the movie starts off immediately after an earthquake and there's eight girls having a sleepover and they're trapped underground and a pseudo Lord of the flies situation starts to build. Um, but the sound design in this movie and it's all acapella soundtrack and it just does these things that really immerse you into the, the psychology of what's happening. And, and it, it definitely was very stressful. It was a super stressful movie, but I like that it was a super stressful movie. I think that Amanda Kramer is one of the most charming and creative and unique people I've ever had the opportunity to talk to. Of all of the interviews that I did, it was the one that I really genuinely thought her and I could just talk for hours and not 
necessarily talk about her films, but talk about just the the psychology and and theory. And and you'll hear a lot of that in this interview. We don't actually discuss the movie that much. We discuss ideas. And I am so excited to see what new ideas come from her mind. Um, This film has really put her on my radar as if I see a movie is coming out and it's Amanda Kramer's film, it immediately jumps up on the priorities list for me. So please enjoy this interview and definitely go. And if you are at a festival, give Lady World a shot and and see how you feel about it. Here's the interview. Totally fine. You don't even have to give me credit. I just want a copy of it. Okay, I'll give you a copy. To read for for the children I don't want to have. For sure, exactly. Same. (laughs) Same. We can heal the world's children while not having them. You know, I think. Uh, So I am sitting here with Amanda Kramer. Uh, who put on a display is what I'm going to describe uh, really? Lady Lady World. Thank you. What a cool word. Yeah. And I've not gotten that word yet. Uh, and I actually talked to you a little bit yesterday where I told you that this was the best movie that I don't know who I could possibly recommend it to. I know. And what a great soundbite for me for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> on um, the book jacket of my life, that's an incredible uh, pull quote. So thank you for that. Well, the movie... And it, it's really tough to talk about the movie um, without really spoiling a lot of the the charm of the movie. So I'd really like to oh, just charm, kind of charm, yeah, charm, another word, charm will throw around. <laughs> it. Uh, so I kind of want to just mention a few pieces and then just kind of get to know you as a person a little bit more on the show, oh, if that's great. cool with you. Yeah, come on in. Okay, so <laughs> I I want to mention for people who think that they might want to check out this movie that you have to prepare for what the movie does to you which is that as the characters start to lose their mind the sound design almost tries to help the audience lose their mind along with the characters and i i'm fairly certain that's intentional correct absolutely intentional <laughs> like, you know like you just have moments where the soundtrack is just multiple voices screaming for a minute and it does a really cool effect to the viewer where you're just like you're getting the panic that the the kids in this movie are feeling just by the sounds that are happening around you the entire time. So I seriously applaud you for just a well-constructed film that like almost as much as it's visually beautiful, I feel like you could close your eyes and get the exact same effect from just listening to the film. Thank you. I feel the same way. It's a a floor to ceiling approach that I don't know that everyone takes, Um, but I'm meticulous, which is to say I'm anal, which is to say I'm a Virgo, which is to say I'm a maniac. And I think about these things and I definitely feel like when you hire your people, all of your department heads, you want everyone working in tandem. And so you want your sound designer to understand what your makeup artist is doing and you want your production designer to understand what your cinematographer is doing so that you have, you set one tone and the film is all working together to get you to that place of either mass hysteria or whatever it is you're you're setting out to do. And for me, like pure panic can't just be carried by my actors. Everyone else has to put the work in to provide an inescapable, unbearable moment for the audience. Um, and we're all sort of holding each other's hands to get you there. Um, and my sound team, they're amazing. They're geniuses. But also, they're just watching the work. 
and being motivated by the work as well. So they feel the panic and then they're like, okay, here we go. We'll pile the voices on. <laughs> we'll add to that panic. I overheard someone talking about a movie and I think they were talking about your movie. Okay. And, <laughs> and what I liked about it was it made me realize something that I didn't even think about was that this it's movie, the they were talking about how they think that everyone died and that they're in purgatory and that's why certain people disappear at certain times and stuff is that they've been ascended into different planes and i'm like i think that this movie's brilliant because you can watch it as a as a metaphor or you can just watch it as no they're just there was an earthquake and they're trapped yeah i i someone watched it and had a theory that it's all just a game like a birthday game and that they could always get out and that they were never trapped, and that it's just part of a long sort of role-playing game that you play when you're at a teenage birthday party. And I loved that opinion yeah. as well. I personally prefer when people come to me and tell me what my movie is about <laughs> than the other way around. Um, I made the work, and I just kind of want to sit back, and now I love people's interpretations of it. Yeah, I think that that's the fun. I think that's one of the best things about creating is like starting a conversation, yeah. asking more questions and providing answers, allowing people to have their own theories. I mean, like, hello, mystery. Yeah, you created a discussion <laughs> film. I mean, that's yeah, what you did. Thanks. Thanks. So this is your first feature, though, correct? It's the first feature that has like really I've really rolled and run with. I mean, okay. you make work and you kind of like it's private work that no one really sees. And this is the first feature film that like has eyes on it. So, so is that a translatable sound? That, it, it, it made motions on the bar, so that's, that means something. So, like, where do you pull your inspiration from? Because this is of all the films at this genre based film festival is the one that I can't figure out a genre for it to fall into. Yeah. I'm genreless, and my agent doesn't love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I like the idea of a women's picture. I like a uh, European art house. I like psychological horror. Um, and these things all come together to make, a dreamscape, nightmarescape. Um, I don't make traditional horror because I just don't think I'd be very good at it, though I'm a fan of it. Similarly with sci-fi, similarly with westerns. Like These are genres that loom so large in my viewing life, um, but in my artist life, uh, everything's so much murkier. And I'm pulling these feelings from a deeper place, so they come out intrinsically me, but not really categorizable. I mean, how many of us as people Thank are categorizable? You. Thank you. Zero, <laughs> zero, zero, zero. Except for a few people who might just be considered evil. But yeah. <laughs> I won't name those people. So. <laughs> I mean, that some of them might be living in a giant white house right now. Exactly. Some of them might be. Some of them might be. But I think even in that zone, um, we're in a place and a time where that's questioned of whether or not that person can be considered evil. So I've all of the characters in the film I want them all to seem terrible I want them all to seem selfish I want them all to seem vain and bratty and childish it shouldn't just be you come across one villain one hero you should feel distance from all of them and you should feel like they're all out for themselves well and you there's moments where there's characters that I really like and as the film progresses I like them less because yes. they change and that's life people that's change the, in life thank you and I also think character arcs traditionally um 
tend to move you in one direction, but it's nice to think of a character arc that zigs and zags you away from liking them, back to liking them, feeling for them, feeling away from them. That's important in art and it's somewhat lost. It's like the films of the 70s might be the last time that we saw actors and directors really challenge relatability. I agree. I think the 90s did a very absurd version of that. Sure. That I think is why people like it is that you had like these clerks and these slacker characters that you just like, I love these characters because I want to be them. We will <laughs> never, ever, ever have the 90s again. No. The 90s is the most special. I've said this before. I think the <laughs> 90s is really cool because it's the only decade that I can think of where the most commercially successful stuff was also the most critically successful stuff. Absolutely. And where weirdos <laughs> were being applauded and not asked to uh, shapeshift. Yeah. Where they were like, yeah. in the forefront and you look back at some of those movies and you're you're like how on earth did they get the support that they got and you realize it was a weirdly open-minded time and also the end of sarcasm the end of wit the end of irony uh, the end of cynicism yeah. as we know it the, no. the the turning of the millennial is it, the turning of the millennium is a defined time where like all of the negative energy that was fun to have it's not fun anymore. No, and it's, <laughs> I, I always um I always use this as an example to talk to people about, but I always say like it's really interesting if you look at music videos. I think music videos are a great like spotlight on history, but you look at music videos pre nine eleven versus post nine eleven, and like pre nine eleven everything was bright colors and it was flashy suits and everyone was drinking expensive drinks, and then all of a sudden the two thousands happen and everything's dark and it's moody and it's black and white and it everything suddenly looks like rems everybody hurts for every yeah. music video and it's just the way that things how history kind of affects the track that we're going on sure and we're all um taking ourselves so seriously yeah um because it's a time where seriousness is sort of it's necessary uh it's dire a dire time it's the end of the world actually yeah it really truly is the end of the world and, and i feel fine <laughs> <laughs> and so um my work is so serious but my life is not that serious yeah. i mean i think i think uh being alive is kind of a joke uh yeah. i think it's a very special joke but i think if you can't laugh at yourself and sort of understand that human consciousness is just the most bizarre thing ever um you lose you lose like every sensation. So I, I make serious work. I don't make comedies, but I try to laugh about that and I try to enjoy that. But I mean, using that to talk about this movie, I think I, I come from a belief structure that, you know, as bad as things are, life is beautiful around us. And I like to think that Lady World kind of shows what happens when you're cut off from that world and you don't have that beauty around you anymore. You're just trapped in this one singular space and you lose your mind not appreciating it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for me, <clears throat> claustrophobia is, um, it's a very personal thing. I, I don't feel claustrophobic in spaces, but I feel claustrophobic in my body. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like a soul just beating up against bones, being like, <laughs> Amanda, escape, escape this body, escape this body. And I know what it feels like to be in friendships and, and in relationships and just want to be the other person. Yeah. Want to like feel what they feel and have some empathy. And I think when you're trapped with people and trapped with yourself, like you lose it. You just lose it. All right. Well, we could keep on talking forever, <laughs> but unfortunately there's a line waiting. So uh, where 
can people see this movie? Is there a plan of a distribution or is it just hitting the festivals for now? Right now we're just in the festival fun zone. So we'll be at London BFI. We'll be at Denver International Film Festival. Um, a few more to come after that. Hopefully we'll be in New York and Los Angeles and then get some distribution and then... I'm sure you'll be able to watch it on your iPhone and then the world will end as you're watching it. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Listeners, I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm, Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the FemFam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Hi, listeners. I'm Carolina. And I'm Tessa. And together we are... Femme Regard Podcast. Mmm. Femme. We are a show dedicated to educating and entertaining underdeveloped filmmakers and film enthusiasts alike. We love sharing our experiences as filmmakers, what we've learned and what we've gone through. And we love bringing on professional industry guests. We want our listeners to learn from the best and get an honest account of the biz. So come join the Femme Fam and give us a listen every Friday. Streaming on all the major podcast platforms, including YouTube and our website, femregard.com. And of course, the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.